today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We're uh, well on our way to moving forward with our LRT, and uh, it looks like we might have uh, taken one step back here. Uh, city councillors have decided 9 to 6 to uh, take the stop. Well, I guess they were going to add a stop at Bay Street, and uh, the subcommittee had suggested that this was a great idea. After all, it sort of is the center of downtown, uh, with it right being uh, right by uh, First Ontario Centre and such, and, and the art gallery, and, and, and even City Hall, for that matter. Uh, they decided not to do that. Uh, not sure why. It's, it seems that people who still aren't on board with this project are going to do anything to derail it. Uh, it's sad that we can't get to a point where whether we agree or disagree, we've decided to move together on, on a project that we can't just do the best possible project we can. There's still people trying to throw a stick in the spokes. And all I have to do is point a little farther down to the stadium and see exactly what happens when we get in that sort of headspace. To talk more about all of this, a Disappointed uh, Jason Farr, City Councillor for Ward 2, and he is with us now. Hello, Jason. How are you doing today? Good, Scott. Thanks for having me on the program. All right. Your thoughts on all of this? Uh, you know, it's, I, I'm just reading the Waterloo record for today. Investors are building more high-rises near planned rail transit stations, and people are moving into them. Census counts and building permits show. It says several towers sprouted near three planned stations in downtown Waterloo 3, New census count, Scott, revealed that neighborhoods around the stations are growing at triple the regional rate, adding over 1,000 residents since 2011. And as you know, it was 2011 that their council approved LRT, and they've been going steadfast at that project uh, ever since. Construction's up 66% near LRT stations. So that's the crux of it for me. I provided, I thought, a pretty good argument at the LRT subcommittee. In fact, it uh, inevitably landed uh, at the subcommittee as a unanimous decision to move forward. Uh, obviously, all of those subcommittee members that are councillors were present for yesterday's vote, and they were consistent. Uh, however, everyone else on council was not. So it's still a bit surreal for me. I'm uh, still feeling a little bit um, like what happened. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully we get some answers between now and ratification at council. So where is this? Is it a done deal? I mean, uh, uh, as you said, and it has been mentioned, that there really wasn't any opposition or reason for not doing this. I mean, after all, this is kind of the center of the city, including City Hall. Well, as I said yesterday at committee, uh, and, and, you know, maybe i got to rewind the tape and... Maybe I wasn't paying attention. I was there for the whole debate, uh, for the well, maybe out, out of the room, maybe 60 seconds of the couple of hours that we debated this. But um, I heard maybe three, four arguments. Uh, some were very uh, general in the theme. Too many shifting sands, I heard. Uh, I'm worried about the taxpayers in this city, I heard. Councillor Ferguson, who has, uh, you know, i got respect for his uh, business acumen, his, his savvy. He ran construction for three decades. Um, he, he had an argument about uh, project uh, uh, scope creep. Um, now, now Councillor Ferguson has been a valued member of the LRT subcommittee. Uh, he was not in attendance for the vote, so maybe we wouldn't have been unanimous. We would have been near unanimous on the day that we did approve this Bay Street stop. But uh, I think maybe from that argument, and this is an afterthought, this is from you know trying to carefully consider uh, that opinion from someone who knows what he's talking about in construction, and look at the motion again. So I had to look at it again, and maybe we were too specific about saying, let's put a stop at bay. Uh, the motion is worded in a way where it could be misinterpreted, but ultimately, 
when you're talking about the scope, this Bay Street stop, according to the motion and Part B of the motion, has to be in accordance with what Metrolinks can deliver and can it be delivered within the billion-dollar budget that we have. And and so that question was to be answered for future uh, according to the motion in terms of is it possible through the scope and those people working on the project were going to get back to us on that. So maybe there's some conversation for future that we can have with that particular counselor counselor and others if if it was indeed that argument that they were using to base the decision on a lot of uh, counselors i, I, I honest I, I just i didn't hear a lot from op, the uh, the opposing uh, voters uh other than you know maybe three or four one was very consistent and has been for some time counselor chad collins is opposing anything uh with relation to lrt and he'll simply say to be consistent that's his uh motto in future lrt votes but uh, no one else uh, took that that approach in terms of an argument. So, you know, I, I'm, again, I'm a little bit, I'm just still a little bit distraught, a little bit confused, Scott. It, it's just, you know, I can understand losing uh, the vote here. And, and, you know, some people want this, some people don't want this. I, I understand that. But you'd think yeah. as, as a city council, once you decide to commit to something, that you commit to it 100% and still don't harbor feelings because you lost a vote or you're going to do everything you can to derail it. So, it, you know, it, it can't be all that it can be. Uh, yeah, and as you said off the top, I mean, you know, right now, nobody around the table has said to the province, here's the billion, give it to the one of the other communities that's in your long queue of communities that have higher order transit projects but don't have a budget. Or And then we'll pay back the estimated approximate, Scott, $70 million that legally we're uh, committed to paying back the province if we were to back out. So, so that's not on the table. So now, to your point, LRT is, you know, we asked for 100% funding years ago. We got 100% funding announced to us a few years ago, and we're well into the implementation stage. And and I don't know whether we need to remind uh, the the public in Hamilton, and not just here in Ward 2, more and more that we are in the implementation stage. So to your point, absolutely, whether you're for LRT around the horseshoe or you've changed your opinion, you used to be, you were one of the many who voted in favor of saying yes to LRT on the B line if we get a billion bucks from the province, which we did. And if you've changed your mind, that's fine. But we're doing the project, so let's make it the best it can be. Let's look at ways we can make it the best it can be. And Scott, this this was... Uh, 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 a Bay Street stop was the product of a, a, a second phase of public consultation. Yeah. This was uh, yes, delivered this in a letter back yeah. in the summer of 2016. So yeah. it all works to the timing. This wasn't a surprise mm. to anybody. So let me ask you this, Jason. Why wasn't there a Bay Street stop on this initially, if it's that important? Great, great question. And, and actually, Tom Jackson asked me that one this morning. We had a little email back and forth. Uh, and, and fair enough, uh, it, it wasn't. And um, uh, some had talked informally about why isn't Bay Street on there. Um, the answer I would have received probably a year ago from someone, it might have been Paul Johnson, it might have been uh, Andrew Hope from Metrolinx, uh, there's still possibilities to change and rearrange our stop components. Uh, so, you know, we were told, at least I was told as a LRT uh, subcommittee chairperson last year, and, and that, that it, it, you, there was adjustment uh, times available through this process. This is a multi-year 
$1 billion infrastructure process. And we were in a phase two of engagement. And you see, for, for example, a gauge stop that was planned taken away. And then through the PIC or public information centers and through hearing from the community, we put it back again. Yeah. So this is really an one extra stop, not two, because gauge was already planned, taken away, put back. And it was, it was, it was presented and voted on unanimously by the LRT subcommittee because it was a, such a strong argument to do so. Yeah, it, it just it makes total sense. Uh, what um, that being said, where is this now, Jason? I mean, is this a done deal? Can this be reversed? Is there further consultation? What are your options here? Well, with with all of the work that was done, and it's not just from the chamber. The chamber hosts the LRT task force, who is a, is a commenting body from the stakeholder side of our our task our LRT subcommittee. The long list of business leaders that nine councillors in a vote of nine to six said no to who were supportive of this stop that from the general area, whether they be BIAs or institutions or business leaders, uh, probably greatly outnumber when you consider who they represent, the number of people who went to the public information centers and asked for the gauge thing to be put back on by hundreds and hundreds, I'm sure. So we said no to them, but we also said no uh, to what currently in the area we receive an annual taxes, and I did this work with Larry Friday in our tax uh, department, it's $111,000 a year. In the heart of a downtown, it's awful sad what we take in in terms of annual taxes in the heart of the downtown. If you just put 1,500 residential units down there, and I just read you off the top here from the Waterloo record today and what is going on in terms of construction up 66% near LRT stations, we would be in the five, six, seven million dollar a year range in that same neighborhood. So all of those facts were uh, presented, but maybe not presented uh, fully enough or articulately enough. So maybe a council to answer your question, and the mayor is considering this, table the matter, since we also voted yesterday on now meeting as a collective, as a GIC, I protested but supported it in protest, uh, monthly to discuss all things LRT instead of at the subcommittee, where we're continuous. So it'll be for guys on the subcommittee and gals on the subcommittee, this will be like a, two meetings a month, but that's fine. Uh, we could maybe at that time tackle this uh, project and this possibility and this uh, uh, added stop and all the pros and all the cons in a more fuller and articulate way at our first new monthly GIC All Things LRT meeting. So that's if there's an appetite for those who've opposed this uh, report, this Bay Street stop yesterday at GIC, uh, to table it and, and discuss it again sometime. So we'll see, Scott. Uh, who, who opposed this? Are you at liberty to say? Oh, well, the, the vote is public record. Yeah, yeah, I, it's yeah. easier for me to tell you who's in favor. Okay. So Ward 1's through 4, Councillors Johnson, Farr, Green, and Marula supported it. The mayor supported it, and Councillor Whitehead supported it. He, he's a member of the LRT subcommittee, and he heard the fuller argument at the LRT subcommittee, and he made some very good arguments as to why we should support it. So your gut feeling here, Jason, what do you think is going to happen? You know, I almost didn't want to talk to you today, and it's not nothing to do with you personally or the good listeners of CHML. It's just you can probably hear I'm still a little distraught over this because yeah. I really, I, I know it's politics, and you win some and you lose some, but I really do feel that there wasn't a strong enough argument from the side that voted in favor of this. You really hit the nail on the head when you opened. There's all sorts of good reasons to do this, and whether you support this project or not, the project is an implementation stage. So you ought to, as an elected official, 
do what's best for the project. Try to make it as good as possible. Councillor Whitehead and I have argued publicly and not publicly about some of his views on LRT, but I'll give him credit for this. He constantly, uh, at least lately, has shared that all he's doing is asking as many questions as possible to make this project as great a success as we can possibly make it. That is in our control. And I didn't hear, unfortunately, I feel still, a strong enough argument for nine votes to go against the Bay Street stop yesterday. I just didn't. Uh, Caden Loomis of the Chamber said uh, this is the city's first and biggest regret with the implementation of LRT. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I said something similar to the CBC uh, yesterday. They talked to me. You, at least, I had 24 hours to cool off, and I'm still hot. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty significant because I hope, uh, you know, more than ever, uh, especially having cooled off now, that this is an indication that we're going to go full on filibuster every time an LRT issue becomes before council because it's just not productive. We are implementing LRT, so let's make it the best it can be. I'm going to use that as a refrain. I'm going to borrow that from you. So, so instead, I, we, I hope that we're not just going to obstruct because we don't like the idea of LRT. Really, if you don't like it, and you already have nine that aren't interested in a Bay Street stop, maybe we ought to start talking about how do we get the dough to pay back legally what we're bound to pay back, mm. the 70 to $80 million committed, uh, and Council Marula is asking for an update on that figure. And who, what community is going to get our billion dollars? I had a senior yesterday, I was watching the Pee Wee hockey game. She's been opposed to LRT, good friend of mine from Ward 5, Bubba. And we had a really good conversation about it. And her main argument was, we don't need any frills in Hamilton. And I said, so which community does? If you even want to consider it and call it a frill, some of us look at it more scientifically as an economic builder, environmentally uh, 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 responsible, um, uh, multimodal, complete street, uh, sustainable city kind of objective, LRT. But if you want to just call it a, a, a frill, well, why aren't we? If you are going to define it just as an extra or something fluffy, what, what what's makes Hamilton not good enough and all those other communities that will get the billion dollars that are waiting in the queue for higher order transit? And we had a really good discussion about that. There well, were a few expletives, by the way, but we're old friends, so we could get away with well it. Well said. Good for you. I ask that all the time. Jason Farr with the City Councilor Ward 2, City of Hamilton. Good luck, Jason. Keep up the fight. Thanks. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.